Hey, Darren, I'm watching the best show on television. You want to know what it is? What is it? I think I know, but what is it? Inglorious Trexperts. <laughs> and you're thinking to yourself, that's wait a second, that's not say. a TV show. It's but not it a, is. But it is. It, it is. is. It's a TV show because you can watch us on the Electric Now app. It's an app for streaming video podcasts as well as movies, television, and more. You can see us on demand on Electric Now. I demand it. I demand because I demand it. <laughs> Commodore Stone can watch us on the Electric Now app. And how do you get the Electric Now app? Because apparently people are having trouble understanding the concept. Just go to your app store from whatever device you're using or all of the devices you're using. And you download it to your phone, your iPad, your Roku, your whatever, whatever you, whatever you, whatever you have that streams, other than a Viewmaster. You download it and, and then you watch it 100% free. There's no charge. Yeah. There's no Patreon. There's no Electronic Frontier. All there is is a free app. So download the Electric Now app from your favorite app store and watch us on Electric Now. You must learn to listen to the Rebel and the Rogue, or you will not be allowed to come with me to Alderaan. If you're a fan of the 430 movie, you'll love Best Movies Never Made, hosted by myself, Josh Miller. And Steven Scarlatta. Where we explore some of the greatest movies never made, like E.T. 2. Johnny Quest. Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. And Halloween 3D. New episodes available every other Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman, and if you're a fan of the only gentleman secret agent with a license to kill and thrill, you should pick up my new James Bond oral history, Nobody Does It Better, available now in hardcover, audio, and digital wherever books are sold. Do you expect me to read? No, I expect you to buy it. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman. And this is Darren Docterman, and we are... The Inglorious Trexperts. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I gotta ask you a question. Yes. How many of you guys like sports? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, you know. Do you? The heroes of the 60s, like the game itself, seem larger than life-size. I now want you to listen to me, and listen good. Because this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna run the ball, we're gonna pass the ball, we're going right down this field, and we're gonna score. Yeah, I was, yeah. All, I was all for Triad on Battlestar Galactica. Ah. <laughs> well, you know, there's a thing. Reason squares. <laughs> there's a thing that, that people do, you know, fantasy football drafts, right? Fantasy. Very yeah. popular. Football, very popular right. with a lot of people. Right. You know, we don't do that <laughs> because we have a life. But, um, but really? do you do it? <laughs> no, I mean, I you do. You play D&D. I you do. do fantasy football drafts? I do. There's no You're football in that. There is no fantasy football in what? D&D, although... There's no crying in baseball. Okay, That's right. so Ashley does fantasy football. So you might actually know more about this than I do, actually. <laughs> um, we thought it'd be fun. We thought it'd be fun to do a uh, Star Trek fantasy draft, which we, uh, we've we never done on the show. It may be a disaster. may not work. We don't know. But we don't know. we're going to try. <laughs> and to do that, we brought two wonderful guests. We have, uh, uh, once again, the writer producer, writer of uh, Thor and X-Men First Class, writer-producer on the shows as Lore and Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. Ashley Miller's back. Glory has to be here. And we're so glad 
because you love him. You let us know on social. His his episodes are beloved by by so many people. Uh, where no man's has gone before. He's a fan favorite. He's a fan favorite. One of our favorite guests. There is uh, he. His energy is. 100 AUs in diameter. It's infectious, it's, like it, the it's coronavirus. It's impossible. It's off the charts. He's the Mance Trap. Uh, the Mance Trap. <laughs> the Mance Trap. Man's trap. Yeah. Boy, that does your that. Podcast. Yeah. That absolutely Why has so many a... levels to it. Indeed. It's all of them fitting Darren Dockerman. Why don't you Mance. do a podcast called The Mance Trap? The Mance Trap. I love that. Oh, my God. That's, I got to do that. You should. It's perfect. You can, you can take perfect. all our viewers, and then I can stop doing it. Wait, anything. wait. I was thinking about the Buffalo. The Buffalo chicken sandwich and coffee. (laughs) And coffee. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Scott Mance, welcome back. Great to be back. It's it's great great to have you. Um, We're doing. Uh, Welcome to the John Gill Memorial Podcasting. Studio. You haven't been in, in the, the John Gill Memorial Podcasting Studio before. No, I have not. This is a first. Yeah, because we got the, the exact same window, we got the curtains. We got it all. I, I mean, and, and literally. And is right out there. Yeah. About uh, well, well, I was going to say. I was going to say. Yeah. 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 Well, we, you know, you Zayon pig. You know, the Zikotians, <laughs> the Zayon. Yeah, that they, they hate us. I mean, Citizens listen, of Echos. Patterns of force may just be be regarded as you know the, the Nazi episode. Right. Planet of the Nazis. Planet of the Nazis. But keep in mind. Space this, Nazis. This this Nazis. I hate these guys. <laughs> Here's an episode that was filmed in you know 1967. Okay, it, it was right. it, they aired yeah. it in 1968, but it was right. filmed in yeah. 1967. So this is this episode was filmed 22 years after the end of World War II, mm-hmm. 22 years after the Holocaust, and having Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner in particular wear Nazi yeah, uniforms, absolutely, like. I wonder too soon if at any point during their their careers, like especially when they were doing conventions or just doing interviews with with, they talked about it. They were very uncomfortable wearing the, the, mm-hmm. the I, very I, uncomfortable. I often wondered. I never they heard. were. They've talked about it. Wow. both of them. Wow, Leonard and um, Bill. You know, they're both Jewish. They both yep. the, uh, had a real problem wearing Nazi uh, uniforms. Man. D. Kelly was like, ah, "I got one at home, just like it." <laughs> No, that's not what no. he said. No. No. Oh, no. That's, that's not, not true. Okay, well, that's not true. D was oh, the sweetest. Just because he's from the south, no, he's the most lovely, wonderful man. And Mark, I'm Mark, kidding. Mark. I'm going for the easy joke. Yeah, go for the now, easy Jimmy joke. Doing. <laughs> Happy hundredth birthday, Jimmy Doing. Yeah, well, yeah. you know when we're recording this, it was the day after Jimmy's hundredth birthday, and I shared a story, a true story, about Jimmy Doing on, on Twitter yesterday. Back when I was in college, he was the first Star Trek actor I ever met. Not counting conventions, oh, I don't right. count that uh-huh. because you know you saw them. Maybe you got an autograph. I met yeah. Larry. It's the first time that first he met you. I had interaction with a Star Trek Interesting. actor. Okay. So in college, so um, uh, Jimmy arrives at college. He's going to do a lecture, and I'm like, uh, Jimmy, Mark Allman. I'm the editor of School Paper. I'm really, really good to meet you. I'm looking forward to spending some time. He goes, Kid, where can I get a drink? That was my first interaction <laughs> with this Star Trek actor. <laughs> Where can I get a drink, kid? When are you and... going to get off that milk diet, lad? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I think I can help with that. This is vodka. <laughs> but, um... Where I come from, that's soda pop. <laughs> now this is a drink for a man, scotch. And I think that was the first I... <laughs> time I saw him really rail on Shatner. Um, what, what was that? That must have really burst your bubble. It, uh, well, it didn't burst my bubble because I took Shatner's side, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, it wasn't as prevalent at the time. Right. You, uh-huh. at the, you thought the cast really liked each other or mm-hmm. did not have this disdain because it really wasn't until they all started writing their books yeah, right, yeah. that 
all this anti-Shatner stuff started when, happening. When Shatner's first uh, Star Trek Memories book came out in, I think it was 94, and, you know, towards the end of the book, he remarks how, you know, I thought that we were all one big happy ship, and then I realized we weren't. He said, you know, he was interviewing the shell, and right. at the end of the she interview- She said, no, wait. She goes, wait, there's more. Don't you want to know why we all hate you? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's what? a hell of a thing. You know what? I get that from my kids all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but we love Shadow. He's going to be, what, 88? 88. 88. 88, March. And can I just say- Yes. Yes. He, he looks, looks great. great. Yeah. Yep. And if- Anybody should. He can still play Captain Kirk. Oh, there is no reason he cannot play Captain Kirk again. He, you know, when when before Picard premiered, you posted a thing on Twitter. Would you rather see a Star Trek Kirk over a Star Trek Picard? And I said one hundred percent yes. Yeah, I know. Me too. And he's eighty eight years old, and I know he just went on Twitter and saying he was done playing Captain Kirk. I mean, he's been done since nineteen ninety four, not including the Academy Awards. Shatner's never ago. done doing anything as long he, as there's money. Yeah, that wasn't his quote. His quote was, I think the Kirk story has played play out. out. Yeah, and then he said, I don't do cameos. <laughs> right. You know, so clearly, like, maybe somebody was saying, will you come and, you know, just, like, sort of appear in one of these shows so we can sort of name check you and get the uh, publicity? I don't do that. But, no, he, he has enough respect for the character. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, he mm -hmm. can easily take a paycheck and just do a cameo. He doesn't want to do that. Right. He wants there to be a genuine story to tell about this character. He, I mean, m for 50 years of his life, more than that, it has been a part of his life. So he doesn't want to just... You know, for fifty-five years, because he yeah. filmed uh, "Where No Man Has Gone" yeah, before right. in sixty-five. Okay. So, yeah, um, I don't blame him. But I, I, I'll tell you, I don't. You know, we've talked about this before. You know, Star Trek is wagon train of the stars. I want to see the Wild Bunch. I want to see, you know, the Searchers. I want to see the professionals. You know, it's like I, I think that, and that's a, you know a story to tell with Bill Shatner. That is a great idea. You know, Bill Shatner, it, if you are listening. Make notes. No, but it's not about Bill. It's about what other people who control the IP want. Mm -hmm. It's not about Bill because I think Bill, with the right story, the right script, the right film, he's in. Yeah. You know, it, 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 the right paycheck. It's it's <laughs> not. Uh, it's not. But you know, the, there, there seems to be no interest. They want to recast him. You know, like in two thousand nine, or they want to move on to other more recent iterations of the franchise. Um, you know, how does Marlena fit like, in? Like Pike. How's Marlena? Yeah, like Pike. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. And I think that, you know, uh, also the fact that, you know, Bill is perceived, quote unquote, as being difficult because he actually wants this stuff to be good. Right. Because, because he cares about what he the cares show about is. the character and he knows this, is, this would be his last time playing the character. And he, he wants to go out on, you know, a uh, high. You, you know, know what? I, I, I was talking off camera before we started the show today and I was talking about how, you know, just kind of get psyched up for doing a, an episode of Inglorious Tracksperts. I had. Uh, an episode playing in the background while I was getting ready, and it was This Side of Paradise, mm. which was a wonderful episode written by the late, great D.C. Fontana. And, you know, watching the scene where he's on the bridge alone, and he's remarking about how big and empty the ship feels without his crew. And just watching that scene, that he just nailed it. And he, you know, it was just one of his very, very best performances in, 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 in any episode as Kirk. And it just made me think, there. this is a role... This is a character that William Shatner was born to play. Yeah, you know, it's a really good point you make because people always talk about what a great Spock story it is. And it is. It's a fantastic mm -hmm. Spock story. The whole romance with Jill Ireland is amazing. But Layla it, it would be, Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> you said Jill Ireland. Yeah, with Layla Cloney. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. so, but there is such a great 
um, Kirk story there about losing command, about losing a ship, about losing his crew. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that wonderful scene in the corridor where he goes up to the, there's a long line of people who are yeah, standing. Mr. Leslie, back to your station. Mr. Leslie is, is transporting down, and he goes, you know, and he says, "Go back to your station." He says, "No, sir." And he goes, "This mutiny, Mister." Yes. Sir. And he yes, goes, sir. "Yes, it, sir, it, it is. is." I mean, <laughs> it's like that's great. And then of course he has the idea, you know. He's about to give up, and he fights off the spores. Right. Oh. And, and 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 then in he, a in a no, nearly orgasmic moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that scene in the transporter room when he yeah. fights off the yeah. spores, I and then he just has that can't leave. leave. Okay, so that episode was the very first episode directed by Ralph Sinetsky. Right. Yes. Okay, and at, from that point forward, most of the more sensitive episodes of Star Trek were directed by Sinetsky, particularly, you know, Jack Metamorphosis, Metamorphosis. Yeah. Yeah. but also Return to Tomorrow. It's yeah. a very, very beautiful episode, and so is, I think, uh, Bread and Circuses was directed mm-hmm. by him, um, and part of the Tholian Web. Uh, we should have him on the show. He lives nearby. He, he does. lives in uh, Carmel. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, Not uh, that close. And, <laughs> but, but, you know, the... That scene uh, where he kind of has that realization, and there's a uh, the camera kind of tilts a little bit, right? And then he is uh, he's he's right again. He's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. He's. I think I found the answer. Yeah. You know, it's a, such a great. You know, there's so many episodes where I look at it and I just go, "Wow, Shatner just really crushed it." Like Conscience of the King, mm-hmm. or you know, Metamorphosis when Strong he's talking to the translator emotions. Yeah. Yeah. means anger, yeah. but. This side of paradise is up there with this very best. Well, and it also shows, like, you know, you can't achieve paradise. You can't achieve, you can strive, but it's, it's impossible to ever right. have perfection. Mm-hmm. Except for Especially Ursula Andress and Dr. No. <laughs> um, but even then, they had a dubber voice. Mankind wasn't intended for paradise. Um, or Ursula Andress. Well, so, well, what a great, I'm, I'm just the last line for the first time in my life. I was I happy. Was happy. Yeah. I know, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Where, was, where is the poetry? In modern Star Trek, I'm, I'm not going to say anymore. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say anymore. Uh, pass that. Pass that. Clearly, pass. you want to say something. Uh, I, I just, I watching this side of Paris just because to have it on, and I get drawn into it mm. without even like sitting in front of the TV. It, it it draws me in, and I watch the rest of it, and I go, "Where's the power? Where's the great writing? Where's the timeless writing? The the uh, inspired performances?" The, mm. the the aspirational side of Star Trek. It's on that Blu-ray has, and streaming. Yes, <laughs> that's where. Before it is. we get to our episode, I want to say this. I just this, you know, somebody said on social, mm-hmm. people love the episodes you were on. Both of them said, "Oh, you guys were really mean to Scott Mance," <laughs> and, and and I have to say, that's bullshit. But who who because, said what they say? I don't, know, I don't remember. <laughs> they said we were mean to you. Like, right, because all, we disagreed about because the we're all big enough to take a few insults, but right. that's not the point. The Are point we? is, we <laughs> come from a generation where you can argue right. and still okay. be friends right. because you have different opinions. Yeah, right. Well, I thought so, that we did that. We did. We, we did. did do yeah, that. We totally did. But that's that. what I'm saying. It's like with these. I don't know. This kid. Maybe. Maybe he's not a kid. I don't know. Maybe he's not a millennial. Maybe he's older than us. But it, it, to me, it, it's absurd because. I think you came with a very strong, passionate opinion, which I respected. Mm-hmm. He came with a very strong, passionate opinion. And and you guys went at it for an hour. We were two, if you count both episodes, right? Totally yeah. respectfully. Totally respectfully. And, and uh, you know what? Neither of you was wrong. And, uh, you know, you both, because to you, there was the truth of your argument. Yeah. And I love that. And that's what makes Scott and I brothers. I can't mm-hmm. stand 
That's what people makes time travel that popular. just want us to agree with them. Right. But, uh, but that those two episodes where we talked about the, the JJ movies, <laughs> and and to to cap it off, uh, honestly, Ash, with your with your uh, Star Trek three that never was, which you know set me off into the day going like, oh my god, that would have been fantastic. If only, if only, <laughs> if only, if only, yes. But I just felt so, uh, you know, uh, empowered. By those two conversations, particularly the second one, because I know that, especially Darren, you and I have uh, definitely have mixed, uh, sure. very, very divergent opinions on yeah. the, the third and the second and third movie. But I just, first, I, I, I know you're, you're a massive uh, uh, trekker like, like the rest of us, Trek and enthusiast. I respect your enthusiast, enthusiast for, for sure. I completely respect your opinions. I see your point, but we can. We can disagree. Yeah, you know, I thought it was great. I loved it, and it I didn't feel great. picked on at all. That's the point. I didn't feel picked okay. on it's at all. It's entertaining. Of course you didn't. No, because you're an adult. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, listen. Uh, you're not a, like no, like you said, we're big it. enough to take a few insults. But oh, you yeah. know, and I think, and it's funny. I think in an email I saw about the email in a, a tweet or whatever about the same episode it was an interesting point that they made. That's particularly germane to what's going on now. He said, "You know, I really love that episode, but you wasted like twenty minutes on oh, a total digression <laughs> talking about by any other name when the episode was about the Kelvin universe." And it was like. Here we go again. <laughs> but of course, this to me is the best part of the show. It's right. organic. It's the digressions that are the most fun because we're talking actually about things that interest us. So the As answer opposed is, to the episodes which interest us not at all. So the answer Sometimes. is no. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. <laughs> you know, whatever we, the 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 episode is about, uh, you see Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, whatever it says the name. That's more of a suggestion about That's what it. we're going to get around to eventually Ish. meander to. <laughs> So, okay. Because you know what? When, when people have the, um, the, 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 what do they call them? The Patreon and they charge you, then the audience is in, the, in command. Then they get to decide. Yeah, no, they're not. But when they we do this, money. when we give this to you for free, you'll take what we give you. That's you right. Like. That's right. It's good for you. We're in charge. We're in charge. We're in charge, Fasma. <laughs> yeah, right. um, Look at me. I'm the captain. <laughs> I am I'm the captain. Well, speaking of captain, so we're doing a fantasy, a fantasy uh, Star Trek draft. So each person is going to put together their own. We'll um, invoke a little-known, seldom-used reserve yeah, activation, activation clause. Uh, now, hey, Peter, language is Captain. Peter, um, one of our um, production associates, is here. Peter Holstrom. Um, would it be possible for you to keep track of the picks? I'm going to try and do that, but I also have to moderate the show. So um, it'd be great if you could keep track. Uh, you know, because it's going to be very complicated. It's you a know, lot going because on. when you do football, you have the quarterback and you have the uh, the place kicker and you have the different people. Place kicker is always the second dude you pick, <laughs> right after yeah. the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You you do yeah. the stuff with the football <laughs> and they kick the ball, the, foot, the ball things, <laughs> and they, you know, and and you get the six points and then you get the thing. So anyway, the point being that we're going to do that with Star Trek, and it's going to be glorious. So we have some of my favorite favorite Trek enthusiasts, Trek experts, Enthusiast. and we're going to put together a, 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 our own. For crazy Trek episode, mm-hmm. um, and um, you, you know, basically, you have to be very strategic about who you pick because it all needs to blend together into something that you can justify as why your episode slash movie is better than the other guys, and then ultimately, the fans will will be able to. Will, you'll you once you have your team together, once you've assembled your team, mm-hmm. you'll make a case. Team, for why team. your thing is so endearing, why why this is the ultimate Star Trek, and um, we'll let the audience decide uh, who has the who's the superior, who is superior. 
So um, it, it's only appropriate that when doing that, this is, all Star Trek shows are eligible. Mm-hmm. All Star Trek shows. Mm-hmm. So whether it's the original series through the most recent iterations of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can pick from any of the shows. Honestly, I don't know a lot of the character names, but you'll have to nurse made me through these difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, um, I think it's only appropriate for a, a Star Trek fantasy draft. We'll start with a captain. Um, and what we're going to do is obviously we're going to go in different orders so no one has the advantage. So if you start with the captain, when we do the ships, we'll start with Ashley. And then the next time we'll start with Darren so that you get first, first pick. So uh, each uh, – uh, do, you, do you have a name for your episode? Uh, not yet. Okay. Do you have a name for your episode? No. Okay. We'll do that last. <laughs> so we're going to start with Scott Mance, who is now going to pick his captain. There's only one captain to pick here. The captain has to be James T. Kirk. Okay. Okay. He's okay. the captain. No cap- bloody R. No bloody R. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got it. Captain James T. Kirk. Tell us why you picked Captain James T. Kirk. First of all, there's a reason why Captain Kirk has has stood the test of time and has been the go-to captain whenever people reference the legacy of Star Trek. You know, Shatner as Kirk, he created the role, but, you know, Kirk was a man of action. He was a man of passion. And he, how many times did he talk a computer into self-destructing? At least three times. And he comes in peace, but he will shoot to kill if necessary. Well, that may be useful later on, talking, we don't know, a computer to death. Uh, we'll find out. Um, so now that brings me to Darren. You need a captain. He has yes. just selected Captain James T. Kirk. But first, I'm going to go to Ashley and then come back to you. So, Ashley, what captain do you pick for your for your episode? <laughs> it's just an odd segue. Darren's like, I'm so excited. I'm going to – no, Ashley gets to pick. <laughs> no, I, you know what? You're the guests. I always – as I've been taught – We get to eat first. With the guests and then the hosts. Right. Oh, We're the hosts, right. you're the guests, and we want to give our guests first crack at sure Star Trek captains. Right. Um, you know what? I am going to go with uh, my, really my second favorite captain in some ways. Dylan Hunt. Yeah, no. Um, Rod Tracy. Benjamin Sisko. I knew ben it. I knew it. Sisko. Okay, so Ben Sisko. I left my choice with Ben Sisko. Is the uh, <laughs> is the um, captain of Deep Space Nine and the Defiant and the Defiant. He's, He's the, the commander, commander of Deep Space, Space Nine and, and captain, captain of, of the Defiant. Defiant. Okay. Wow, way to go! Very good. In stereo, <laughs> great captain could be very useful. We know could what he? he's capable of. We know he lies to the Romulans. We know that he is the emissary. We'll see how that comes into play as we explore our Star Trek fantasy draft. Now, that brings us to Darren. Darren, the pick so far, Captain James T. Kirk for Scott Mance, for Darren, uh, for um, rather Ashley, uh-huh. it's Captain Benjamin Sisko. How do you vote, Sarah Vulcan? I'm going to uh, pick a captain who assassinated his predecessor. I knew it. <laughs> oh, God. I know. And who about. is uh, known. As his tenure uh, as the emperor, as Emperor Tiberius, oh. he is mirror James T. Kirk. Interesting. <laughs> he has quite a temper. We'll see if that comes into play. Could be an, a liability. Could be an asset. And he also has a device that will make him invincible. Yes. Mm, okay. Very good. So we have our captains are on the board. We have Captain James T. Kirk. We have Captain Mirror James T. Kirk. <laughs> we have Captain Ben Cisco. Okay. So a, ca- a captain is only as good as a ship. Well, so, what about yours? No, no, I'm, 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 I, I can't do that. I can't. Pick. Of course, you can. 
No? Really? I yeah, guess. You, oh, okay. You well, must. you can and you must. Okay, I will participate. Will. Then I will participate in the draft. Yeah, now, if I you got to do this. You got to do I this. I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> okay. So, uh-huh. um, I got to. Good. Neither have we. I got to think about what captain I would pick. God, who's out there? I mean, who's left? <laughs> oh, well, let's see. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to pick, dun, dun. you know what? I, I I thought about Captain Pike, but he's a little too uh, a little too dour for my taste in the cage. Um, so I'm going to go with Captain Jellico. Oh, from Good. the chain of oh. command. Captain yeah. Jellico, because I'm not going to take this lion down. If you're going to make me play this game. There's always room for Jellico. <laughs> <laughs> We got the jello and the- <laughs> Okay, so um we now have four captains. Four. Four, four captains. captains. Yeah. And now One, we sleep. move on to the ship. To the and ship. I will start with you, Darren, who was robbed of your chance. I was robbed. So Darren, what ship what ship do you do? You- I am going to choose the USS Enterprise NCC one seven oh one refit. Ah, the oh, 171 the motion picture. Refit. Okay. Fine choice. It's uh it's engines are way better. Phasers are channeled through them, so sometimes they don't work, but hey, that's okay. But if you that's know you're the right captain, right. Right. you know. Okay? And Very. you don't know her a tenth as well as I do. <laughs> we, well, that we shall but find out. But I do know where turbo shaft eight is. It's back, <laughs> it's back that way. Okay, Ashley, <laughs> that that now brings us to you, Ashley. Well, if I'm picking Captain Benjamin Sisko, I would be a fool not to pick a tough little ship of his own design. Deep Space Nine. The USS <laughs> Defiant. The Defiant. Excellent. Well, tough this is shaping ship. up tough as a... Uh, little. <laughs> defiant. Okay. I, yeah, we just want to make sure the it wasn't... Defiant one. The Defiant uh, interface. And, yeah, Deep Space Nine Defiant. Yeah, his Defiant. Scott Mance. See, now, going with the uh, refit Enterprise, mm-hmm. we only saw her... Uh, for uh, let's see, two two and a third movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we saw the original Enterprise for three seasons, mm. and it it survived its five year mission. It was the only Starfleet Constitution class vessel, according to uh, that was a folklore. footnote a footnote in Roddenberry's novel of motion picture. Okay, it was a footnote, but that footnote because yeah. it was written by the creator no, himself. I agree, is canon. So if the original Enterprise was the only Constitution-class starship to uh, make it through the entire five-year mission. Right. The rest of them were lemons. <laughs> the rest of them were lemons. <laughs> There's got to be something really strong about, about that starship. Mm. So the original Enterprise prior to the refit is what I'm going with. The Talk about a tough little ship. Enterprise prior to the refit. Okay. So the original from the series, 1701. And no um, bloody A, B, C, or D. So that brings us to me. You, uh, you. I, I, I need to think. Old friend. Um, I'm, I'm. You know, my first instinct was to go with the Reliant, but um, knowing She's one of ours. Sir. But I, I, I feel like, you know, if you have the prefix code, I'm done for. So um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go surprisingly with the one seven zero one D. Go with the 1701D. Not my favorite ship aesthetically. No. But it's not aerodynamic. For the purposes <laughs> of uh, this mission. Your episode's uh, about a hotel in space. A lot of kids in there. I'm going to get a lot of points. It's good. I know I'm going to get a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of hotel points on my. Uh, right. So uh, a lot of rooms. 
Yeah, so so it'll be a cheap voyage. Um, okay, and you know there's airbags. Okay, so that was for ship. So that I'm was in, for ship. That was for ship. <laughs> okay, now now this brings us to this is interesting because now we got to pick our villain. We got to pick yes, our villain. The villain. So uh, I'm going to start uh, um, this time with Scott Mance. Going back to me. Well, it's your back turn, to Scott. No, you... I'm going to do last every time. Okay. Well, okay. it should well, be it's Ashley's turn. Oh, I'm sorry, Ashley. Who would your villain be? Hmm. Who would my villain be? I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I got to go first. So, of course, I mean, I kind of have to pick. I have to pick. Screw it. I'm going to pick Ricardo Montalban. Do it. As Mr. Rourke. So, con for Ashley. Con, con, uh, con Nunez Singh. Um, wow. Which villain? Con. Ricardo Montalban. No. Which con? Yeah, which con? The one from the TOS series? or, or the one from oh. Wrath of Khan? Oh, Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wrath of Khan. Okay, so you take it. Uh, he has certain disadvantages. Two-dimensional thinking. Wrath of Khan versus Space Seed. You're going to go with uh, Wrath of Khan. Okay, very yeah, good. Wrath of Khan. He was older. Wrath of Khan. He slowed down a little bit. Okay. But he still had that chest. Okay. Chesty McChesterson. Yes. All right, I got you beat. Yep. I got you beat. Okay, go for it. All right. The most underrated and deadliest villain in all of Star Trek's now, let's say, 56-year history if they started filming the cage in 1964. Janice Lester. Even better than that, mister, but you are mighty close. Okay. You are mighty close, Mr. Miller. Okay. Mighty close, because we are talking about a third season villain here. Oh, crap. Melvin Belli. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Melvin. The friendly oh. angel. But you know what? The Amazing Gorgon. lawyer. The Gorgon. So, the Gorgon. Hell, yeah. hell, fire and snow, and all that stuff. Wow. <laughs> better call... Saul. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Um, so Scott Mance with the Gorgon. That's now, that's a good one because we don't know his powers. But he he does he have make power. knives appear it at will. has power over over disrupting the innocence of right. children. Mm. And that's a pretty big power. Innocent children. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a great pick. The Gorgon from uh, And the Children Shall Lead. You don't hear that mentioned on the show no, very often. No, you don't. But he never will again. He could, uh, you know, he, he's, 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 he's quite powerful and um, will come back. He represents Gene Roddenberry. See, see so. if, if he's a key player in this in this competition. So, Darren? Yes. Comes to you. Villain, Star Trek villain. Originally, I was thinking of going uh, with the uh, magical, all-knowing imp, Trelane. Mm. But that's not Are you challenging my... me to a duel? But that's not my choice. Yeah, I'm not challenging you to a duel. <laughs> I will. So instead, I'm going to go with his later counterpart, okay. Q. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. That's, that's going to be tough to beat because we know how what incredible abilities powerful. we have. That's true. Hmm. Now i got to be very tactical here because you've invoked some very... Uh, potent, uh, powerful, omnipotent kind of people sure. with Q and the Gorgon, less so with um, Khan, you know? I mean, except in, you could say that in Jack Sourd's draft, he had mystical powers. Right. He, he could you be so... So I'm going to have to change... Whip, a I'm going to have to change my strategy. I was giving serious thought to picking your neck from um, sure. the Savage Curtain, you know? But I, 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 don't think, I don't think he could stand up to that kind of villainy. 
Um, no, a bucket of water would stop him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, instead, um, so instead of Yarnick, I am going to go Tasha Yarnick. <laughs> Tasha, <laughs> the Dura sisters. No, I, I'm Rod gonna... Tracy. Yeah, Rod Tracy. <laughs> I drained a thousand phasers. Uh, they still came. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Um, wow. Well, this is interesting because. Not yet, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm not sure you got the, the Gorgon Q. No. And, hmm. Okay, I, I'm going to go with Locutus. Okay. I'm gonna go with okay, Locutus. Locutus of Borg will be my Locutus. villain. Locutus. Locutus of Borg. It's like a little and um, we'll see what happens. Resistance is fuddle. <laughs> <laughs> He's beef befuddled. You know. I mean, uh, Locutus <laughs> of what? Of Borg. Oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> I could have gone with well, that one. I could have gone with Fred Freiberger, but uh, I decided oh. to go with oh, we're doing Star he Trek has villains. To be on camera. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. Okay, so now we're on uh, Star Trek planets. Star Trek planets. What, uh, planets. planets. I need a planets. yeah. I need a planet. I need oh. a planet for all oh, okay. you. Planets. So I believe planets. it's uh, Scott Manson's turn. Okay, I'm gonna go with Omicron City Three. Okay. Okay. Omicron City Three, Darren. Uh, how about uh, Talos Four? Ooh, that's a good one. Damn it, um, <laughs> Risa. Risa. Okay, Risa. And its sister planet Beanza. Right. Risa and Beanza. Well, I guess that that I lose my chance to do Wrigley's Pleasure Planet. Um, <laughs> you you can totally do, do Wrigley's Pleasure well, Planet. I'm going to get close. Yeah. I'm going to do Shortly Planet. Oh, okay. All right. I do Shortly Planet. Um, you know, I think so. I was thinking about Vulcan, but I don't think, you know, Vulcan just blows up apparently. Oh, wait, so, I got to change my planet. What? I got to change my planet. I, I, well, we'll see. Well, I, I got to change my planet. I, I am getting rid of Omicron SETI 3, yeah. and I'm going to go Sigma Eosia 2. Uh, okay. Oh. Are we going to allow that? Uh, it has the benefit of being amusing. Okay. Well, well Peter, is that okay? Did you get that? Sigma Eosia 2. Sigma Eosia 2. We're allowing him to make that yeah. change. Okay. Because yeah, the, the oceans are oh. going to want a piece of our action. action. <laughs> right. Okay. We, yeah, we know wait, what, wait, wait. We know what Mark, yes. photo novel number eight. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. That's not uh, – okay. So now we are um, going to crew up our ships. We have a crew captain. Up. We have a I'm captain. About to. Shields up. And, uh, Red alert. We're going to go born to, do. to uh, We're going to go to first officer starting with Darren. Starting with Darren. Oh. Hmm. This is actually kind of tough because obviously we all know what the obvious choice is. But I think having Mr. Spock interacting with Mirror Kirk is not a good idea. No, it's probably you smart. Know? It's a very tactical decision. I'll put but, it in the break. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so I'm going to go with William T. Riker because Riker is able to work with just about Many, anyone. Just about <laughs> anyone. Mm. You know, he he yeah. he he hung with the Klingons and he helped them out. Yeah. And you know, he he can deal with Picard, who is mm. an asshole. Uh, so you know, Riker can do it. So Riker is my first officer. Riker is your first officer. 
I am going to go with uh, animated series Spock. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with regular Spock? The giant one? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with... (laughs) Yes! I'm going to go with Spock from the animated series. You never know when you're going to need a giant Spock. Well, you know... never went around when you need one. Pattern indicates two-dimensional thinking. So why not 2D animation? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Excellent. Wow, that was... And besides, I mean, look... The animated series, you had 22 episodes, mm-hmm. it was on TV, it's canon, and it's still underappreciated, other than the fact that that's where we learned what uh, the T stood for right. in James yeah. C. Kirk. Well, and we Robert April, that's apparently is Robert canon, April, there's another memory. one. Okay, the time trap. So I'm going with the animated Animated series giant Spock. Spock. You want giant, giant Spock? Spock. I you want <laughs> giant Spock. <laughs> would, okay, giant Spock. giant Spock from the animated the series. The infinite Vulcan okay, how Spock. would he fit in your ship? He is the ship. <laughs> Spaceship <laughs> Spock. Oh <my> God. <laughs> Don't worry. It's, he'll we'll duck, figure it out. He'll duck down? No, yeah, he'll, he'll crouch down. Okay. We'll okay. figure it out. Okay. Put him outside the turbo lift in the Gi- new Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Giant, Giant Spock. Okay, so Ashley, that brings us to you. We're looking for um, a first, first officer. officer. Easy. Shelby. Ooh, Nice. It's a good one. That's, That's a good, good one. She'll be coming around the mountain when she when comes. <laughs> That's where she'll be coming from. We just have to be waiting. Indeed. <laughs> just a young man's fantasy. What the fuck? What the hell is that line? That's just the worst. Michael sometimes. Okay, so. What's yours, Mark? Well, we get His to. worst line? <laughs> worst line. Um, wow. Okay, so I got a first officer. Oh, man, this is tough. I got to think about a first officer, and, and you want you want giant. I, I mean, giant Spock. Spock you? Just, well, you can trade if you need to, but, uh, <laughs> but um, no, I don't want giant Spock. Now, see, there's no reason why they have to be a first officer in the original thing. No, you can pick anyone. No, to be that's a first true. Officer. I could, I could, I could promote somebody who like maybe Yarnick. wasn't <laughs> somebody who wasn't a first officer. <laughs> somebody who wasn't a first officer who who I feel is qualified right. to take on that position. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> I could. I dare you to do that with your but doctor. But I won't. <laughs> because Scott Mance is right. Okay. This is this is this is this is who I'm picking. Yes. Because I you know, you gotta you know what we talked about you have to tailor it to so everything goes together, right? So I have Captain Jellico. So Spock would not do well. Spock would not do well with Captain Jellico. No, absolutely not. Right? Who would who would be but you know, there's so much that Spock has to offer. Not giant Spock, mini me Spock. <laughs> you know, because he's smart, he's intellectual, but he doesn't have the killer instinct. But you know who did? Hennock in Spock's body. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. So I'm going to pick. Excellent. I'm going to pick Hennock. Whoa. That's a good one. That and, is that is clever. That's three dimensional. That's not an thinking. out of the box s- selection. That's an in the sphere collection. Yeah. <laughs> Can I change my, no, my no. pick to, to Sargon? You just no. Wanna, no, no. He just wants whatever we pick. Like and then he wants to one up it. Like that's not how it works, you know. Because if we just let you take the last pick, all right, all then you I can stay just, on say, Sigma Eosia too. How do you like that in Vegas? I got the book. Well, anybody don't else mess have with the book. Eighteen. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Just to nip it in the bud. Yeah. Let's say that we can choose or not choose, but everybody gets one and one substitution only. Like if mm. we so choose it. At You've already end. made yours. I already made yours. Mine. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. sticking with Sigma. Oh, I like the substitution okay. rule. Let's do that. Okay. We're gonna add the substitution. So Barney rule. Fife is my first. Officer. That would be amazing. Uh, no tomatoes. Don't put him in charge of oh, security. Wait, that, kind of <laughs> He's got to keep his phaser Barney in his pocket. And... Well, we are we are going to take. You can take one. You're, we're going to get to it. We're going to bring in one character from one other science fiction series. Okay. So we'll get, we'll get to that. 
But uh, right now, we just did uh, First Officer. We're, we're now moving with what is a ship without a ship's doctor. There's probably going to be a lot of violence, a lot of bloodshed in our episodes. So um, I'm going to start with you, Darren. Who is your ship's doctor? Hmm. I got to go with uh, with Movie McCoy. Movie McCoy. Beard yeah. or no beard? Yeah. With, with the beard. Okay. With the beard, fresh off the transporter, with the, with with the, the medallion, with the headpiece to the staff of Ra on his, <laughs> on his chest. The medallion could pl- come into play. We yeah. don't Damn know. It, Jim, they're digging in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He, he finds the lost ark with his medallion yeah. Yeah. and his chest hair. Yeah. And he uh, is, uh, you know, able to stop the Nazis. Okay, so uh, there, there's Panzer Force right there. So uh, okay. Uh, we we have that's a good po- a good choice there it's McCoy from the movies. Um, McCoy. Ashley, Miller. I think you should be next because you've oh, you, never you, gone. You want me to go next? You want yeah. me to go next? I get to pick. Yeah. A, uh, you get to uh, pick. A, a doctor, pick yep. Mark. Doctor Kildare. No, <laughs> because I see you get one from another show. Yeah. Uh, no, right. I'm not. That's not my pick. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Denzel from Saint Elsewhere. No. <laughs> um, you want a doctor? You know, I'm going to pick. But I, because I, I, I've gone down this road, and I, you know, there's a certain tenor to um, uh, the way my ship is run. Apparently, it's, it's it, you know, it's very organic at this point. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Doctor Catherine Pulaski, Pulaski. Oh. because I think under Jellico, she's oh, the only Pulaski. one who could deal with Jellico. Right. I would actually watch and she could Pulaski deal with Hennock. and Jellico and Hennock, just kind yeah. of <laughs> oh, she could deal with Hennock yeah. because of course Diana Moldauer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh my god! Why did I think of that? <laughs> yeah, because that's why you have Darren. <laughs> that's why. Yes. What? So is that the reason why I had Darren? Wait, what? You had Darren. Then I'll have I didn't even Stan. know you were pregnant. What? Oh, okay, oh. so. Uh, p- Pulaski, yeah, Catherine. Uh, yeah. Catherine. There you go. Yeah, it's a reunion. It's a reunion. Felisa Pulaski. Yes, Dr. Felicia <laughs> I intend to keep this body. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. I love it. Okay, fantastic. So um, <laughs> that's my pick. So now we go to, uh, for Dr. Um, Scott Mann. You picked yours. You know, I've given this a lot of thought, you know, especially because once I make my pick, I can't change it because right. I used my substitution used without realizing substitution. it was a rule to only have one substitution. Right. Well, we so, have the rule because you're but I feel, selfish. I feel very good about this. Okay, so, yeah. You know, I feel I feel it. very good about this. I'm gonna go with with do it. Cordrazine McCoy. Nice from City nice. Crazy, crazy McCoy. Wow. Assassins! Murderers! It's good. What do you think of that? My young man's taking me to a Clark Gable movie. Clark Gable, who's that? <laughs> oh, I know what a Dr. movie McCoy is. is. <laughs> um okay. Do you know what you just did? <laughs> Modern museum quality, right down to the cement beams. So that brings us to you for. Uh, wait, wait, can I just back up a second here? So I got, I got, you know, Captain Kirk. Yeah. And I got a giant animated Spock, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got Cordrazine McCoy. Yeah. yeah. So far, I'm sticking. He's McCoy. So far, you've got the electric Kool Aid acid test. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> little too much LDS. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> okay, uh, you get to pick a doctor. Right, well... Pick a doctor. Doctor. You know, Khan Noonie and Singh wasn't the only major genetically engineered character in Star Trek. There was another genetically engineered character in Star Trek who kept it very secret for a very oh. long time, and then it turned out he's a superior life form. Uh, Dr. Julian Bichita. Really? Is that where you want to go with this? Yes, because okay. I want... 
the changeling Dr. Bashir. Oh, the changeling Dr. Dr. Bashir. Wow, good choice. Dr. Mm. Basher, Dr. Dr. Crusher. Yep. That's a a good choice. It is. It's a really good choice. Okay, now that brings us to our bucket, too. Oh, yeah. Well, bring me a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) It's wafer thin. (laughs) Wafer thin? It's wafer thin. That brings us us to our navigator helmsman. Navigator helmsman. Deanna Troy. um, Deanna Troyes? Deanna Troyes. Deanna Troyes. <laughs> okay, so who, Darren, you go first. Okay, I'm, very I'm going go to first. take the opportunity to pick a character from another sci-fi. Oh, okay. And I'm Flight going to navigator. go. I'm going to go with a third stage guild navigator. Ooh, third from stage <laughs> guild navigator from mm-hmm. Dune. Yes, from Dune. That is fantastic. Yes. You can literally fold space. In, indeed. Is there anything you forgot to tell us? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> the spice is only on one planet. Mm. Oops. Yeah. So that's my choice. Wow. That's a. That, wow. That's a. That's really. That's great. <laughs> that, that's almost as good as Giant Spock. Giant animated Spock. I, well, there's one other Giant Spock <laughs> in there. Okay. That, that's that's great. Okay. Two-dimensional thinking. So right? navigator, <laughs> navigator helmsman. Me? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I too am going to uh, cross the streams here. Uh, if you're going to have anybody besides, uh, you know, na- navigator helmsman, either or. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Like, who, who would, who could possibly take the place of uh, Sulu Chekhov? I, and there's only one uh, big hairy oaf who could do that, and that is Chewbacca. Whoa! <laughs> wow! Chewbacca. <laughs> that is great. So we have a substitution from uh, from Star Wars. Star Chewbacca. Wars, what's that? Wow. Steering the Enterprise. That's sure. If he could really... steer the Falcon, he could steer the Enterprise. Yeah, That's so. really Although good. Although the Falcon is technically a whole lot slower. It sure is. Then, because... 0.5 past light speed is not a lot. 0.5 past light speed, yet when the Enterprise goes to warp 9, I think it's 937 times the speed of light. That's according to uh, the Deadly Years photo novel, right? Mm. Because I think it it's nine times, nine scale times you're using. nine or something. I think like you're that. saying according to science, but I, the photo novel is a, a photo much novel more reliable. Is uh, the photo novel is canon. Right. You know, okay. there's 12 photo novels that came out between 1977 and 1978. The second to the last one was The Deadly Years. And when the uh, the Enterprise uh, go, gets away from the Romulans and Kirk uses the Corbomite maneuver again. And in the little box, again. it says uh, the Enterprise traveled to warp nine or, otherwise, or, or 937 times the speed of light. That's a whole lot faster than 0.5 past light speed. Not sure is. But I still think that Chewbacca could do it. I think Chewbacca could do it. I have a lot of faith in Chewbacca. Yeah. He managed to remain interesting even between. Can even, you imagine Chewbacca with, with Cordrazine McCoy? <laughs> how about Cordrazine Chewbacca? You know, how about, you know, McCoy with the beard and the hairy chest with Chewbacca? What about I mean, Cordrazine giant animated Spock? <laughs> You're blowing my mind now. So let's uh, let look at your hands. <laughs> so who hasn't picked a navigator? I have. How many fingers oh, well. do I hold up? That's not for our damn Na- fun. Na- navigator helmsman. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> I am going to go with uh, someone who is a proven double threat, Jordy LaForge. Okay. Who in All the first right. season 
was yes, the navigator yes, he slash was. helmsman, and then he graduated to engineer when they realized they needed one. Yes, the funny thing is that the Enterprise is being driven by a man who can't see. <laughs> Hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> um, is this the blind LaForge, or is it later, the later movie iterations where he had like you know, the He's still blind. He just kind of went from right. like the, the having the banana the clip to on the his face bling to, bling. The, to the eyes. <laughs> okay, okay. So, Jordy LaForge. But I will say that it's a later LaForge because that way, if I need him to step in and do a little engineering, <laughs> like I can go, but yeah, I've also got LaForge. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. What was your choice, Mark? What's your choice? What, what's your navigator? Well, what is your North Star? I've been thinking about this. You oh, haven't. does he want to find a place to find a drink? And you know, I I, I, I toyed with the idea of Ilea, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm still, well, but I'm uh, yeah. dude. That's actually but, a really good pick. Why are you just toying? Why not pick her? Because again, you can't pick your Ilea. Captain Jellico, Captain Jellico, he's setting the tone. He would not the, allow that outfit on the bridge. I no, think he, he would, would actually. Not. <laughs> no, I don't think I he think would. I think he would encourage it. He would no, no, no. demand Riker might. No, Riker. She really enforced that oath of celibacy. That um I I I have well Ilea, put on a real uniform, get it done, and then he'd walk out. Put That's on some right. pants. Put on some pants. Put, put on, put <laughs> on get some it pants. Done. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what she, you know, we didn't really know her long enough. We saw the probe, Ilea. We know she was, in, you know, but we don't really know what Ilea, is she a really great navigator? We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. She needed Sulu's help to input the, yeah, well, that was the deleted scene. He was scene. really excited to help, though. He was, Which like, makes he was no sense. enthusiastic about it. But, um, yeah. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not convinced Ilea is, um, maybe, could it be probe Ilea? Because she, we saw, it was kind of invulnerable. Like, you know, it was hard to mess with her, you know. But I'm not going to go with her. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. The navigator is going to, the helmsman position is going to be filled. I'm going to also go outside of Star Trek and bring somebody else in. Okay. Denise Richards from Starship Troopers. Oh, Ooh. Because as you know, okay. she was She's the hot. captor of the Roger Young, <laughs> yeah, and, and as she was the navigator on the Roger Young, she sure. worked for Brenda Strong. Brenda Strong was also a very tough captain, you know. Sure. And and so I feel like she would be able to stand up to Captain Jellico. Hmm. Something like that. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not so much. It's, it's okay. your choice. Yeah, no, no. Uh, go right ahead. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna pick. A, I'm gonna. No, you know, I'm not. I'm gonna go with Ilya. I'm gonna go with Pro by Leah. Pro by Leah. Probylea. Probylea. I'm going to go with Probylea because, you know, I know a lot more about the Probylea than we learned about the Ilea Ilea because Ilea was kind of, you know, she was taken by the probe before we really got to know her. Uh, guess what? We know the game. This is how like. I define a warranted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So that was yeah. first, that was uh, Navigator Helmsman, which brings us, of course, to one of the most important uh, positions. Well, communi- we'll get the communications, but engineer, engineer, engineer. So I'm going to yes. start with uh, I'm going to start with Darren, and uh, he can tell us who his pick for engineer is. You know, if things go well, you don't need an engineer at all. But so you don't have an you're you're, you're skipping. <laughs> no, I'm not skipping. You know, I'm just going to have to pick Scotty. I mean, TOS, Scotty. Oh. He's a miracle When worker. he could still fit into the Jeffries tubes. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> um, look, 
It's okay. They had to make them, you know, they had to make them eight feet tall in the movie so that he could walk <laughs> through it. I mean, and his head on a header beam. Yeah. I love um, ship like look, the back of my I, head. I love Scotty. Scotty is a great character. So that's who I'm going with. Okay. Very good. There you go. Scotty is Darren's pick for engineer. Brings us to Scott Mance. Who is your pick? Our Scotty. My engineer? Yeah, for engineer. You know, I, I was going to go with like a logical choice here. And then I, I changed my mind. My original choice for engineer was Andrea from mm-hmm. What Are Little Girls Made Of? Nice. Because if you're going to go down to engineering, <laughs> why, not, why not have an engineer who's, you know, pleasing on the eyes? Pleasing. Uh, you find me pleasing? <laughs> and... You know, now I think about it, you know, Andrea, played by Sherry Jackson, yeah. wearing that outfit in engineering well, might not be such a bad thing. In engineering. But I think if I'm going to be more level-headed and rational and, and smart about For this. For everything there is a first time. I'm going to go with uh, Richard Daystrom. Oh, okay, nice. Richard wow. Daystrom. Like early Daystrom before like, he went like insane? Boy genius. You know, actually, no. I'm going to go with Cordrazine Daystrom. <laughs> There's no Cordrazine Daystrom. <laughs> there is in Scott's episode. <laughs> I think we know the basic plot of Scott's episode now. Cordrazine It's like, it's Daystrom. not that there actually is a giant animated Spock. It's that it's everybody like everyone so thinks there is. Exactly. <laughs> Wow, Spock's yeah, really big. Giant animated <laughs> everyone blooded Vulcan. All 420 people in the Enterprise were doped up on Cordrazine. Right. That would be a party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be a party. Wow. And the episode's called The Way of the Spores. <laughs> the Way of the Spores. Yeah. Alternate oh. take for uh, the it's called Jewels of Sound. Okay. Wow. What an interesting choice. <laughs> Um, and that brings us to... Uh, I believe to... it's your turn. Oh, my God, no. Tell me it's not true. It is. Okay, engineer. Engineer. You're going to pick Peter Preston, aren't you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> you know, he, he stays, stays in his, his post. <laughs> I know, but I can't do it. Can't, uh-huh. can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, man. Not going to do it. Yeah. See, not very simple, is it? No, no, but I think I have who I want. I am going to pick from somewhere outside the box. Yes. Because, again, Captain Jellico, I need to have... Uh, someone who can work with him. Someone that can work with him, exactly. Um, so I'm going to pick... Uh, I'm going to pick Cohagen from Total Recall. You're also <laughs> going to pick... That's... <laughs> You're going to pick Ronnie Cox and Ronnie Cox? <laughs> Give them the air. Okay. No? Wow. No. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you pick the guy from RoboCop, too? That's what I was <laughs> Well, now that you're talking about that. Uh, okay, maybe I won't. Um, hey, I have nothing wrong with Ronnie Cox. No, no, we all He's love great. Ronnie Cox. Why not talk? Okay, you know, I am going to think outside the box. How about this? I think this could work. He's a really great engineer. Captain Nemo, James Mason from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I think, Ooh. yeah, I think that's my pick. Yeah, he'll really get along with Jellico. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, you know, he's powerful. Yeah, maybe not. Call it murder. <laughs> Call it leak. Call it. I'm trying to think. Everything here is from my ocean kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) He's also the ship's cook. Yes. 
the engineer, engineer is just like, you know, Scotty's taken. Yes. The bridge is smashed. The computer's an operative. The computer's an operative. I need warp speed. Who do I turn to? Who do I turn to? Time is a luxury you don't have. And <laughs> <laughs> is the fire in which you burn. Yes. Well, I'm certainly not picking Wakamin from. Uh, <laughs> Wakamin? You mean Joachim? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I know I'm picking. Walk a mean. I know I'm picking. Who? Who? Jesko von Puntkammer. Okay. Oh! <laughs> the science advisor. Jessica von Puttermaker. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Thank <laughs> you very much. That's what he was? That's yes. what he was. That's going to be my pick. What, wow. what right. happened to him? He, he lived a long and prosperous life and died. <laughs> I mean, that's what he was. Was he one? You know, you, we, we, we both read the same article in the Times. It was a fascinating article the other day. About uh, German, uh, you know, from Operation Paperclip, all right. the German Nazi scientists that came over to work on Our the. Our Germans uh, are better than their Germans. For, for, na <laughs> for, for NASA. For NASA. For NASA. For NASA. But it's a great. Jessica Van Puttermaker works for NASA. It's a great article um, about uh, the space program. And it just, it was really about. Um, all the Jews in the space program who had to work with right. these ex-Nazis, right. but how they all worked really well together because, you know, the getting to the moon and getting yeah. into space was more important than anything else. Right. And it was a really great article. You, you, I mean, you yeah, posted yeah, yeah. I had read I, it already. Was, I, I mean, but, I, I always knew that von Braun, who basically engineered the, the Saturn rockets, right. uh, the Saturn V, was uh, was a, a German mm -hmm. uh, who, 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 who was for working for the Third the Nazis. Reich. Right. He was working for the Not Nazis. Not to be confused with Lou Lord Grade, who engineered Saturn Three. Oh, Lou Grade and Sir, <laughs> That's Sir Lord Grade. That's a deep cut, baby. That's a deep cut. By the way, Lou Grade yeah. owned ATV. Yes. ATV owned uh, the Space Northern 99. Songs, the uh, songwriting oh, of Lennon. Did they really? Yeah. Oh. Lou Grade and the Muppet. Wait, wait. Hang on. No. And you want Muppet a deep Show. cut here? You open the door, you open Pandora's box. Get it? See I what get, I looked at I there? Get, I see what Pandora's you did. Pandora's box. box yeah. Lou Grade produced a movie called Raise the Titanic. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Which was such a big, massive bomb Money at loser, the box yeah. office. Yeah. And he needed to raise cash fast. For the Titanic. So what he did was, in 1985, he sold the Beatles to Michael Jackson oh, Michael for $47.5 million. Right. Bargain. Which didn't cover that? the cost of uh, Race of the Titanic, which is an absolutely awful movie. Oh, it's but I remember kind of like no, when I was you a know kid. why the last ten minutes where they actually raise it was great. Some of the best miniature work I've ever seen. Yep. But like to get there, it's like Firefox. Firefox like goes on forever and then until you get do, to the cool part. Then yeah. you get to the Death Star trench sequence in the last right. ten minutes, right? Yeah, and it's awful until then. And then it's like oh, for ten minutes, it's great. We got to finish our draft. Not to be confused with Foxfire with Angelina right, Jolie. Right. Actually, that's the movie where Clint Eastwood teaches Angelina Jolie about her femininity. Is that the? <laughs> that's the one. Oh, that okay. is the one. Well, look, I think this is actually a great place for it's us really to take a break. It's really not because I need to pick. Oh, you got to pick your engineer. We're gonna pick your engineer, and then we're and then we're gonna and then we're gonna take a break, uh, and we're gonna come back next week with the the the, the exciting um, conclusion. The exciting conclusion of the Star Trek fantasy draft. So, Ashley, why don't you finish this out? Uh, sorry guys, but I am going to pick probably the, the greatest engineer in the history of film over the course of nine movies, Tony Stark. Oh, mic drop. Oh, wow. Oh man. Okay. You know what then? I'm going to use my power of substitution. The power of substitution compels me because I- Well, we'll find out next week. 
Yeah. You want to find out who I substitute? Yeah. yeah. Next week? That's the cliffhanger. I think Fantastic. I know you're going to pick Hal, Hal, Hal 9000, aren't no, you? I'm not. No, damn. No, okay. I'm not. I, I, I got one you could not predict. And he's going to put Tony Stark to shame. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Yeah. There's a cliffhanger. Yeah. So Fire. anyway. Tony Stark I, built I, this I, in I, a cave. I, I hope to all Spare our parts. listeners, you'll continue to listen to our show after today's episode. Because this could be the show that uh, finally does this end. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you for uh, joining us and um, and sticking with us. If you're li- listening to my words, it means you haven't turned off this podcast. If you're a fan, uh, please uh, check out Electric Search's other podcasts, like the 430 Movie every Friday, Rebel and the Rogue, a Star Wars podcast every Tuesday, Best Movies Ever Made on Mondays, and the new Doctor Who podcast, Two on Who, every Thursday. You can also watch video podcasts of all your favorite Electric Surge podcasts on Electric Now, available on Stir, Zumo, and Distro TV, and coming soon to the Electric Now app. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you didn't enjoy it, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you kind of liked it, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Finally, a very special thanks to uh, Bill Ritter, our sound engineer, uh, who is so brilliant behind the big board, uh, and everyone here at Electric Surge Network, including our post-production coordinator, um, Dylan Middlebrook, and our production associates, Peter Holmstrom and Jack Zach, Zach Raggetts, and, um, Jack Zach Raggetts. <laughs> and of course, uh, while Natalie Miscali is traveling on a secret mission to Vulcan, uh, we have John here. So, John, thank you. And, of course, Dean Devlin, without whom this show would not be possible. So, until next week and the exciting conclusion, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, that's a court martial. Right. No, it's the right. end of the cage. A menagerie. It's, yeah, it's, two two dings. Ding. Two ding. Ding, ding, ding. That no. means no. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. See? Ding, ding. See? And it's they did that in court martial, too. Yeah. Because the next episode. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, anyway. Admiral Mendoza. <laughs> we'll see you back to find out what happened to uh, Commodore Mendez. Yes. Because that's who you were really invested in that episode. That's correct. Till next week. Don't Keep you think we. Trekking gloriously. Of course. This show is produced by Dean Devlin and Mark A. Altman and is an Electric Surge Network production.